hey guys, this is uh, Clark Townsend. We'd already recorded this episode with the Anchor and Spotify music on there, and what happened was is that it uh, didn't post anywhere but Spotify. So we took it down, took the music out. So it's our show with no music, but we still have our breaks. Um, so it's uh, here it is. Here's our show, the way it was intended to be heard without music. Welcome back to the Spirit Studio on Grand Scheme Boulevard for the Lewis and Clark Show. I'm Jonathan Lewis. And I'm Clark Townsend. And as always, you can email us at lewisandclarkshow at yahoo.com. That's L-O-U-I-S and C-L-A-R-K show at yahoo.com. All lowercase, no fucking spaces. How the fuck was your week, dude? We, we are officially on spring break. And I have lube. (laughs) Um, So my week... As a elementary school teacher before spring break was a shit show. And my week was a shit show. And I'm going to explain every last detail of it because it's stupid. I'm I'm still mad about it, even though I don't have to be there for 10 more days. Incredible. Yeah. Fuck them. That's why Um, I've got an intern. We've mentioned this on the show. My intern has made a lot more work for me. I didn't want an intern. I yeah, yeah, yeah. An, I it got an sounds, intern. It sounds glorious. Yeah, it's a it's, lot of fun. It's a lot of work for you. It shouldn't be, though, because realistically, at this point in the year, the intern should be running the show, and I should be able to, like, kick back, drink coffee, and, like, plan for my end-of-the-year bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, what had happened was, was that two kids wanted to play basketball like they would at home, and by at home, I mean in the hood, and um, you can't do that at school. But then the intern tried something stupid, which was getting in between the kids. And then he said something like stupid and it just made more work. And they're like, no, now he can't be left alone with the kids. I said, can't be left alone with the kids. Isn't that the whole point of the internship is that he can be left alone with students, you know, in August when he has his own classroom yeah. as a, as a job, like as a professional, like we're treating him. So he's going to be at the, well, he needs more support. More support balls and let him go. Yeah, he might like that. Mm, Cool. Not into it, though. Myself, personally. You know, it's nice to do something for somebody and they like it. I don't want to do that. Mm. Um, Anyway, would you rather do it? And he didn't like it. No, I don't want to do it at all. Okay. Um, I'm with you. So anyway, that was part of the week. The rest of the week, though, real chill, I guess. I mean, got to go get beers and coworkers. We hung out uh, some. We golfed today. We'll talk about golf in a little bit. Yeah, we had a great golf game match. Golf game. Golf inning. Golf holes. Golf round. It's a round of golf. golf. Fuck, that sounds... We had a good nine holes. Damn. (laughs) How was your week, man? (laughs) I'm just thinking about them round holes or something. Round holes. So I'm thinking about the round holes. Um, my week was, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know how my week was. I had a work week. I had a home week. I had a drinking week and not, none of the things yeah. matched up. Um, work, work was work is work. We had a different schedule for this week, and then we're gonna have next week, which would then be different than the previous. So that was kind of fucked up. But then, you know, it wasn't taken advantage of the way it was supposed to be taken advantage of. Uh, so it was just all for naught. And then, um, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I had a rough couple of days where. Um, 
I just don't think I'm a I'm a joy to be around sometimes on the home front. And it's, oh, and man, it's, I think you're a terrible slash. Oh, God. And it's nobody's <laughs> fault but mine. It's not it's not anybody's doing. It's all me. And um, I don't know what the fuck's going on in my head, but I've got such a short fuse lately and I'm fucking like, wow. Uh, I don't know, man. I think we had a lot of fun today. Yeah, no, yeah. It was like I'm saying. It was a, uh, it was a Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever. He those days sucked. Um, it was a full moon. Yeah, no, right. But what full I'm saying moon, is, it just break, wasn't cool. Pollen, uh, a whole the bunch end of stuff. Of the week rolled out cool. Um, you know, doing good now. I'm happy. Things seem to be going well. We played awesome fucking golf today. We sure did, Dang, man. We, we almost looked like we knew it. what we were doing. We did. We looked good. I mean, dressed golf attire wise, no. But well, um, and that cool coat on today looked golfy. You looked more golfy than I did, except I did have overalls on. (laughs) Overall, we like the look. Um, (laughs) We don't look like golfers. I'm okay with that because you know. Then we tell people, "Oh, we're not so good," and they're like, "Yeah, us neither." And then we're like, "Eh, we can probably beat you now." Um, Yeah, we'll beat him. I think most people could probably beat. I hated that that guy last week. Yeah, I did not enjoy that time. Fuck him. Well, fuck him. That's why he ain't from here. He was from Virginia. So if we were gonna um, play golf, yep. and, and then maybe we had uh, by the end of the summer bet. Uh, maybe it was after ten rounds, whose whose score is higher? If like we kept score like so that, higher is bad or whatever. Um, better. Would you be willing to put a tattoo bet on it? Yeah. Can it be a golf tattoo? And can it be cool? Like, it don't I, don't make me get something shitty if I, I lose. Don't know. I don't know. I think that the it's it could a, be like that's the conversation. The conversation is are are tattoo bets cool? They can be. I I like the idea of because I always hear about the guys that do the fantasy football tattoo bets. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Mm. Um, if if we were to participate in a tattoo bet, like yeah, yeah, show me the design first, and let me be able to veto a shit tattoo. Like, don't get me, you know, getting something that's going to get me fired. That I'm going to be like, right, right, right. It's not going to say fuck you or a pussy right. on your wrist. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be cool, and if it's a cool one, I'll still go get it. But right. like, I mean, that's still that still cost me money, but I would still have it forever, and it's proof right. that I lost the bet. Right. Um. Uh, I I think on a tattoo bet. But you got to be respectful to the person that you're playing I think it's cool for the other person, the winner. Yeah. The winner should pay for it. Uh, It's on your fucking body. That's interesting. So that's just a different one. Now, I think a tattoo bet for you or I is different than a tattoo bet for people that aren't tattooed. Yeah. And the reason I say this is um, Bruce Arians. I think that's his name. The guy, the coach. Yes. The Buccaneers who won the Super Bowl. Apparently, he made a bet with somebody, and if he won the Super Bowl, he'd get this tattoo, and it was Super Bowl whatever it was tattoo with the trophy. Yes, and it was it's a terrible looking tattoo. But or is it? I mean, it's exactly what you thought it would be. It says Super Bowl champions, right, whatever the not, Super was. It, it just says the, look, the Lombardi. It's not. It's not a cool tattoo. No, no. So if we were, no, to do I don't it, think it was done well either. Well, uh, probably some that's, dog shit artist right. in Tampa. Not here. That's not here or whatever. Or there. But the thing is, he's not a tattoo guy. He's not walking around with tattoos. So is a tattoo bet for a guy like that a good idea? 
Oh no, no, no. So for the lay person, like, so my dad didn't don't go fucking pair. getting tattoos. Like my dad is an artist, but he doesn't have tattoos. I wouldn't put him in a tattoo bed. He doesn't have any. Why would Why would I want to make his first one a shit tattoo bed tattoo? Right, you should have a good experience. Yeah, you with should pick it. something that you really want. Or if you don't want tattoos, a tattoo bed's not for you. Like a lot of people make the decision to not mark up their body for whatever reason, whether it's religious or just personal appearance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And for them, good for you, man. I'm not telling you. You know, right, right. I'm not judging it. you. Don't judge me. Right, right. Um, so I get that for some people, it's not the right thing to do. Like, if you're a whole bunch of idiot college kids that none of you guys have tattoos, and then someone's like, "Oh, well, loser has to get like you know the name of our fantasy football team and our Kappa Sig logo on your forehead." It's like, well, yeah, your those forehead, but they'd be like on your ash cheek. Like, what's the but point? if you're Post Malone, you lose a tattoo bet, and you have to get something on your forehead, small, like they say, get a little sunflower. He's gonna go get it because he's already got those. But for the regular person, so, that, so even right. for you and I who aren't face tattooed and we're not, you know, super right. covered, uh, getting a quirky tattoo in a spot isn't really. It wouldn't bother it, me. It wouldn't. It wouldn't even really be noticed. If I could put it, you know, let's say I lost the bet and you were like, get a golf bag and like a skeleton hand, like holding the putter or something like that. It's even like, if it was just a golf ball and you can stick it between two of your tattoos, whatever. I'd be down. I think it'd be, be cool. cool though. It'd be fun because we like golf be, and not, but we also like tattoos. Like we're right. into it and it's like a collection. And sometimes when you have collections of right. shit, like, oh, this is my baseball card collection. Oh, you got Barry Bonds fucking yeah, yeah. rookie year. But you also got a bunch of bullshit horse shit ones and you're not throwing them away because it's in your collection. But so you're sometimes also... you get some bad ones. Yeah. I mean, I've only got, I mean, to me, I've only got one that I'm like, oh, I wish this one was better. Um, which I mean, good for me, I guess. When do you think that's going to, when do you think you're not going to feel that way anymore? I don't think that one goes away because that shop's not there anymore. The guy that did it, I have not heard high nor hair of like he is gone, gone. Yeah. Um, he was not a good person. Um, I didn't know when I went in there, like I was 18. Well, didn't know. I was 18. Didn't know anything better. It was my first one. It's my biggest tattoo. Um, I still like the meaning. I like the thing. It's just it, as far saying. as quality goes, it's not the highest quality. Like my right, other ones that, are smaller with more quality. But at some point, I think you you grow. Oh, I've accepted you, that it's mine. Right. And I'm I not think mad that's about part it. of it. I think because um, I got, you know, two or one or whatever that I'm not like stoked on to all show the time. People, right. people want to look at, hey, man, let me see your tattoo. I'm not fucking showing them those ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm more wrapped to be like, hey, look However, at the bottom of my arms. Right. Don't look at the top. However, right. It was a time in my life and there was a thing and I remember what's tied to it and it's kind of cool. Of course it is. Um, so it's cool for that. Um, and, and you know what? Part of me is like, fuck it. You want to get a good tattoo with a fucking hula girl and it's your fo- fantasy football team. So be it. But the other side is I don't want it to. I don't want the tattoo to be a thing that is. Uh, a gimmick because I because I really like them. I enjoy tattoos. I really I like, getting like, tattooed, I like yeah. them and I like when I see people um, I and, also... and I feel differently let me ask you this too. talking tattoos let me ask you this when you like so we saw the guy um, paying at the pro shop today oh, it looked like us yeah, and yeah. he was also like he had a lot of tattoos yeah he had a piece on his neck and I saw his hands but I was down. wearing a jacket and pants and nothing visible. I think so you might have seen my arms. He might have. But 
I think when I look and appreciate people's tattoos with visible tattoos, I think it's different than why is this guy looking at me? Right. And well, it's like, so, oh, it's, so yeah. it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I, I think there's still a stigma, especially like, you know, we were saying, you saw him at the golf pro shop mm. where, I mean, we walk in looking like idiots half the time anyway. Like we, we goof off. We tell jokes. I mean, half the time people don't talk or the things they do say are I don't even think ridiculous. it's idiots. I think it's just confidence. We're funny. It's confidence. Um, <laughs> I don't care what anyone else says. We're freaking funny. Um, and we're having fun when we're in there. Oh, are these balls colored or not? It's like, well, they do say yellow on the box. <laughs> I did have my sunglasses on. I couldn't see shit. They're prescription, and I couldn't really. Well, you're supposed see to be able to see on. with prescription sunglasses, right? That's but the they were tinted, and it was inside. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It wasn't that dark. <laughs> yeah, but it did a fucking weird thing on the box, like it flickered or something. It was called holographic printing. It's designed to flicker. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm like really fucking smart. What did I say driving to golf? We had something else. You were like, you get one. Hey, you told me not to use the fucking wrong words or something. That's not the text that you're supposed to use. And I'm like, you fuck yourself or something. Oh, that was right, though, because I was right. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> shit. You're not my friend because you're right all the time. My friend because I don't even know why. <laughs> Wow, I think this might be the last episode of the show, you guys. You're going to have to keep fucking listening to see if this really is or to, it is. Break up the losing yeah. Clark show. Thanks right a now. lot. Thanks for asking that question, listener. Uh, so this week, um, we talked, I don't know if it's the next thing I thought it was. Yeah, yeah soccer. Mm. Or football. Soccer. Soccer. Fucking losers. American football. Well, soccer. Wait, wait. Ameri- American football is not soccer. Yes. Okay. Go. Soccer. Soccer. The United States Olympic team is garbage. The United States The, Olymp- the United States soccer program is trash. However. However. The article that I read. You know I'm not going to be able to find it. Yeah, but you but we not, article, you're not talking about I, I knew some stuff. Yeah. But the article that I read said the team that played Honduras, they pretty much said they're dog shit. Correct. However, the team that played Ireland in Ireland as a friendly match or whatever, yeah, yeah, would be one of the top seeds in the Olympic tournament. They said because you've got guys from Barcelona, you've got guys from this, you got guys from that, but because but because of how the Olympic program is designed to run for soccer. And I mean, like you said, it came down to FIFA rules and that was the one article you were talking about. So the official rules for the Olympics have been the same for the last, I'm going to say the last 15 Olympics, unless they've changed them before that, but whatever, don't quote me, don't fact check Mm -hmm. me because I don't know. I'm going to, Um, you can. Um, But so essentially Every Olympic team, like your your Wales, your England, your who I guess Wales and England might be the same one because the Olympics I think they have to run this. I love that joke about the Wales and it's the two chicks in the bar. Gross. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Um, So like your your uh, your Spain's, your Brazil, whatever. The the whole thing with the Olympics is that they want primarily under twenty three year old players. They want to be you know that post collegiate um, or in college level athlete they want to be the youngest athletes you only get three um over 23 year old players Mm -hmm. like players that are playing on the national level so if you're uh england 
per se, just because that's a team I can think of at least one or two international level players. Uh, you know, Harry Kane is older. Um, Harry Maguire is older. They could still be in your rotation for your Olympic squad because they are un- in that they're in from your nationality and they are of the, uh, you know, they're part of your three that you're going to choose to be on the squad. Now, everyone else has to be a younger player, which is part of why that American team probably had a whole bunch of 25, 26 year old, 27 year olds that might be halfway decent, might be a decent level team. But the fact they're saying they could qualify for the Olympics is a problem because the Olympics are mostly played by younger players that are not going to develop into the Lionel Messi's, the Cristiano Ronaldo's. They're not mm-hmm. going to become that elite level player. Right. They might be good enough to play in the U.S. men's national team. Um, if like, you know, one of them hits that point, but do you remember, uh, but years the, ago, Freddie Adu was the, the same guy, right? He was, but the team is, but the, team's the US, not the team, it's the U.S.'s B team. Like their A team. Is Precisely. It? We're saying the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's so literally, wild. it's literally the JV. I mean, the Olympic teams are every country's JV. It's the younger kids. It's the younger guys. I mean, I'm gonna call them all kids. Cause I don't think there's like, but four professional players that are older than me now at this point. Um, it's. It is the JV. It is the younger guys, the but, 21, but 22, more, 23 year olds to it. There's there's politics to it. So for starters, FIFA required the big clubs, mm-hmm. your Barcelona's and your Manchester yes. United's to release their players to the senior national teams because Sunday's games took place during an official match window set aside for international competition. But they weren't required to release the players. So a lot of the teams were like, no. We're not releasing you for this. So the U.S. men's national team could have had other players on it, but the other clubs weren't required to release you. So that means you were not allowed to play. So I you play for Barcelona. You play for Barcelona. Those clubs did not have to let you go. No, this person that's writing the article is then misinformed because also what was going on was a lot of Euro and World Cup qualifications for these European teams. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, being played in Europe by club teams for the last two weeks. Mm. Um, for example, Portugal. But the, but Portugal but had Ronaldo, still, Bruno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they weren't. Literally, if you're a top-tier team in any of those you know, countries, yeah. like you're playing for Manchester United, you're playing for um, uh, Inter Milan, you're playing for one of these giant Barcelonas, you're probably on an international team. I mean, more than likely, if you're in the starting eleven. You're also in the starting 11 or at least the squad for mm. an international team that's playing qualify qualification games in Europe. If you were a European uh, nation or you were playing for an Olympic qualifier, if you were in the States, um, if you were able to eligible to be on that team. Problem is, though, that age limit thing. Now, this person was butthurt because the U.S. team is not good. The coach even said, and I quote, don't fact check because I'm going to get it wrong. Mm. So I said, and I quote, paraphrasing, fuck it, come at me. Email us, bro. Lewis and Clark show at yahoo.com, bitches. Nice. And uh, they pretty much said, he's like, people aren't going to the ball. You see players standing, looking at the ball. You see just a lack of effort. He's like, I don't even know what to tell you. It was like pretty much saying these guys either don't want to play or physically can't keep up with the other countries. Right. So which is it? Why can't you run? I mean, at the end of the day, why can't your legs go the same way that his do? Did you not train as hard? If that's the problem, it goes back to the trainer. If the issue is your mental state, Take to the physio, the mentological, uh, whatever individual. I made up a word. Um, but if it's bad coaching, the coach needs to take the blame. If it's the players, cut them. Cut them all. Bring up new guys. There's more kids in college 
that want to play soccer, send them all in. Let's see what we can make happen. But bullshit if you can't run. Anyone can run. Do you got two legs? You can run. I agree. Um, I found some stuff about how um, FIFA actually managed the 1920s when soccer, apparently soccer was starting in the Olympics in 1920. Yes. And they managed the 24 and 28 Olympic tournaments. And they were so successful that the winners were considered um, international champions, world sense. world champions. Um, and then, and then FIFA was like, uh, wait, where, where is it? FIFA took the sport out of the 32 games in Los Angeles. So the, in 1932, FIFA was like, Mm-mm, nope, okay, we're not doing it anymore. And then soccer returned to IOC's calendar in 36 under FIFA's direction. But this is this. So in 36, this is where the fucking rules start coming in because FIFA is really big on the World Cup. Right. And they don't want anything eclipsing the best players playing that's in fair. that tournament. Yeah. So that's where these bullshit fucking rules of 23 and, and don't, yep. and don't let a guy go. Correct. So FIFA... But then the Olympic Committee was like, well, we're not trying to fucking ruin a good thing. We got something that's kind of cool going on. Um, well, let's get back to that in just a minute. Let's take a let's take a quick breather. I'm gonna go check my notes again. Yeah, I was like like a fucking pro. Yeah, or we or sound something. like pros. We're doing yeah, good. I hope so, dude. Got our equipment up. We're ready. Yeah. All right. So um, let's let's take a quick break. I need to relieve myself. All right. Do what you got on your leg. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lewis and Clark Show, season five, episode number three, segment number two um we last were talking about some fifa shit and some soccer and if you hate fucking soccer well you're gonna hate the fucking next five minutes because i've got some fucking other shit to say about it and it's um you know something's going on with the ncaa right now too in court and some weird shit um and i think it probably has something to do similar with what's going on so um it wasn't till 1984 in the la games at fifa that the ioc allowed professionals Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until 1984 that professionals were allowed to, but FIFA watered down the competition by placing restrictions on people who could. And it said that in 92, the Olympic tournament, it wasn't till 92 that the Olympic tournament was turned into an age bracket contest. Right. Wow. It's pretty fucking recent. Now, if you're younger than us, maybe that doesn't seem new to you but that's 92? not that's yeah, yeah. pretty fucking recent Say 92 92 yeah well that was the year after i was born yes um, I, I know but so, some teams can still do it argentina wins back to back mexico makes a knockout rounds and seven straight world cups like there are there are clubs and there are teams that are doing it well why wouldn't they i mean like so you got to look so at how i can't we uh actually we were talking about this the other day at school because i was watching my students play um, and I've got a good mix of students. It's a very diverse school that I work at. And mm-hmm. uh, you watch them play on the swings. You're playing the monkey bars. Mm-hmm. Your kids that go to gymnastics and stuff that have some sort of privilege in their life yeah, can do that. Um, you look at, I put the soccer goals out. Like we have like mini goals and stuff. And I've got a couple uh, ESL students, English second language learners. Uh, they're from somewhere in Central America. Mm-hmm. And they've got a handle on the soccer ball. Yeah, none of my other students do. But they're all. But, I put, but are they any good at playing as a team? A lot of these kids have the ball, and they're good at skills. Uh, I would fucking say around and tricks. I would say that 
my again it's only my girls that are good at soccer and wow. and they are good at a team because they grew up you know i say grew up they're still only 10 or 11 or whatever mm. they are good at passing to each other and speaking spanish um because of their upbringing now let's look at basketball and football my boys can't handle a soccer ball um but they can handle basketball and make it look like they could be playing i mean stretch them out you know three more mm -hmm. feet and they're nba players right. like the the things they're doing with right. that ball right you and i could not do like as as white men that did not grow up right. playing basketball and did not do that every day but that's that's their life so think about where what do your kids do or what what does your youth do in your country our youth in america doesn't gravitate to baseball because there's too much gear. Like if you're a poor kid, you're not going to baseball. You can't, but you can't buy so a bat. How for come the kids are in Cuba? They're so good. They come and they, and they get those young kids from Cuba. Or Every whatever. MLB team has a Cuban feeder team. This yeah, is actually yeah. a fact, but right, right, right. Why they're too fucking poor to have a car. Cause we're giving them stuff because the MLB teams want that. They want that diversity. So the MLB team. teams are throwing the money into it. That's right. Gotcha. Um, your football teams, they draft, well, one, American Samoans are grown to be monsters. I mean, in the nicest way possible. Right, and there's they're they're a handful of linemen. But and... so, well, no, no, not a handful. The percentage, do you know what the percentage of becoming a pro as a white male in football is? Mm -mm. It's like 0.04%. Okay. Do you know what the percentage of becoming a pro if you're an American Samoan male? It's got to be a, a lot higher. There's a lot less of them. It's like seven out of every 13 it's something stupid well i mean yeah and they're training for that but but coming back to but coming the, back to soccer but so, then why, we're saying, so then why our, why, our kids, aren't, why aren't our soccer look at who why? plays it it's a bunch of entitled rich kids okay because but, our kids aren't playing it in the streets because it's the right, only but thing if they you're can an do entitled rich kid and you have a trainer and you have a fucking coach is it why are you not doing better because you know you're gonna get fed is that what it is? Look at the kids in Brazil that come up. They're like, uh, it's always the Cinderella story. Oh, he came from nothing. He had busted knees, and somehow he's able to what make enough money. What the fuck else is he doing? Nothing. Because love it. Nothing. Not, not only, not only because it's going to eventually feed him, but he fucking loves well, it. Well, so even but look at David get... Beckham and Wayne Rooney. I'm going to take British white players okay. and use the same example. In England, if you're a kid that has any inclination that you want to be a pro at soccer. You better be good when you're young because those teams pick up the youth and bring them to their academy. Their academy is their school, but more importantly, that's Manchester United youth team. You're the, now the Manchester United U8s. You live and breathe for that team. Now you're at the U9s. You know, as you go through grade school, you have your classes and you're mostly living and breathing to play for that club. You're a youth that goes through. Manchester United had so many good players. They had Beckham, Ryan Giggs, uh, Skulls, the Nevilles. But what about the kid who doesn't make it? then you get to go back to real life. You get to go back and be but, a person. You still in school. Right, right, right. But you loved soccer so much. And this reminds Become me of, of the new Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The new Mighty Ducks on Disney+. Plus. Um, Sunday League. You get to play club ball. You get what, to do... what, Well, can he play more than club ball? Probably not. Semi-pro? I mean, you are, uh, you're nine years old is what you're saying. And now you're saying the coach is saying, ready, I'm going to steal this from Disney+. Plus. Don't bother. You're not good enough to play for Man U, so don't bother playing anymore? No, no. You get to still play. If you love it, you're going to play. You're probably going to fucking kick everybody else's ass everywhere else. Uh, No, probably not, because think about how many other teams there are. Think about how many other people didn't don't make it. I have no fucking clue. Every town, city, 
in England seems like they have a team, you know? How many teams have you watched? You've been watching Sunday League, and you're like, oh, I knew there was a Wolverhampton. I need to go to England. Me too. I just need to go and look at the cities. I don't know how the fuck it's run. But you know what I know something? Yeah. I know something I do know about? Yeah. And it's the wrong time of year for it? What's that? It's fucking Christmas. Okay. And so the big, the big fat white guy comes to your house. How's he get there? The chimney? A fucking reindeer. Oh, the reindeer. Yeah. So I saw something recently and it says, no, I do not know really much about Donner and Blitzen and Comet and Cupid. I'm, t- I'm completely changing the subject. You sure did. Um, what a transition. Cool. And it was, yeah, yeah. It was kind of smooth. Um, okay. Until I started talking about that. It was a transition. Fucked it. Whatever. Sue me. Um, so we were talking about this today. Well, I mean, we were, we were talking were. about a little bit and that's why I wanted to bring it up, you know, cause the song says, you know, Dasher and dancer. And you're do saying, you, I don't, do you really fucking know them? I think I have an and idea. The song, the song is like, you know, them, and, and you're like, and this, like this is them. not going to be a PC segment. If I get to quote what I said. In yeah. So thank before. God. Um, so do I know Dasher? Yeah. Runs fast. Cool. Um, also all the reindeer are boys. Cause if you ever seen any drawings, they all have antlers. Yeah. So that's what threw me because I really you thought, got to Vixen. You got I, confused. I, I thought Vixen was a chick and I thought she was slutty. Well, we're going to get to slutty Vixen because I still agree with you. Cause he's still a Vixen and we're going to talk about it. Also, Does anyone ever call a guy a Vixen? He might be a cross dresser. We're going to get there. He's the fourth reindeer. We're not there yet. Oh, shit. You know, Dasher. Dasher's your track star. Dasher's your athlete. Dasher is a fast-ass motherfucking reindeer. Dasher's got antlers, and he's ready to pull that fucking sled. Dasher's partner. You know, Dasher and Dancer. Dancer's light on his Dancer! feet. Dancer! Dancer's light on his feet. Dancer likes to wear leotards. Dancer might be into dudes. Who cares? Nothing wrong with that. But you know what? You know what he can do? Pull the fucking he sled. Pull that fucking sled. Yeah. Dasher and Dancer, your track stars, your athletes, they're both strong as fuck. They're pulling that sled. Holy You're shit. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer. Prancer doesn't dance, doesn't dash, kind of does more of a skip but, everywhere but, uh, he goes. Kind of a serendipitous kind of fella. Um, wait, hold on. But still, out of all the nine reindeer... One of the strongest of everybody. They're all can, strong. Can pull that fucking sled. There ain't a bunch of them. They're He's all, the one doing it. Okay. All fucking reindeer pulling sleds that are filled with everything. Oh, oh my God. This is, we're going to a place I was not expecting. This is wonderful. Dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen. Yeah. Vixen. Fucking everything that moves. Exactly. Might as well call him Boys, Gaston. Boys, girls, Gaston. Gaston. He's the fucking reindeer. everything. He's fucking all the Disney princesses and the princess. Because no you know wonder. what? He's a vixen, and that's what he does. But he's also got quads of steel. Wait, he'll pull that sled. A guy, a guy, reindeer can be a vixen. Sure, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, because he's luring in everybody. He lured in Gaston. That's why no one fucks like gaston in the end that's your dates of prince or vixen Wait, comet and gaston was such a badass that he's got antlers and all of his decorating and fucked up yeah but those weren't the reindeers he fucked those ones he killed the reindeer that fucked him are pulling the sled let's keep going wow comet fast flyer comet i think, he, I think comet does a bunch of drugs disagree comet does a handful of coke before he goes comet's my guy because he does a handful of coke. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we have a running thing on here. I've always said I want to do coke. I really don't. Yeah. But also, Comet's right. My guy. I'm with you. But I think uh, Comet, because he's strapped to all the other ones, his energy is just like infectious. Yeah. You can't. He's a hype he man. Just, he's going, man. He's, he's the guy from the ball. Tied, just wears the suit and dances. He's exactly. Tied to him. Okay. Um, next uh, one, Comet Cupid. 
another fairy. right in front of Vixen keeps Vixen going. And he puts he puts his little tail up and shows his butthole, and Vixen is like, "Oh wait, Vixen." Yep, because it goes Dasher's on the left, dance Damn, Dasher you know dance. Well, why wouldn't it go left, right, left, right, left, right? I mean, there's only two in each row. How else know. could it go? Could go right, left, whatever. They're still in front of each other. It's not like it zigzags up. That'd be stupid. Okay. okay, so you think the one is like, you know when they show in the cartoons, like you're putting the carrot in front of his mouth, you think that the butthole is, is his fucking... It's his one, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of carrots, I'm out of sticks, except I've still got Cupid's but, butthole, butthole in front butthole, of Vixen. Butthole, butthole. <laughs> He's chasing it down. So Cupid's got the nicest ass. Moving forward. Dash Dates are perfect comic. Cupid Donner. Donner, according... Know, okay. Donner party of five. Um, he's hungry for blood. Also, Rudolph's Wait, what? dad. Donner party of five. You heard of the Donner party? No. Jeffrey Donner. Different thing. Ate all the other reindeers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Donner, Donner party is, is the Donner party. Got stranded in the the Rocky Mountains. Ate each other. Remember, this was a big thing in like the seventies. Sex party? Nope. Didn't eat each other like that. No, they ate each other to survive like a plane crash or some shit. Nice. Um, anyway, I don't think... I'd eat you. I think that would work out poorly for everyone else involved. I would wait till you were dead. And then I would eat you. Yeah, I don't think I'd die first. <laughs> if I died first, would you eat me? I'd rather not. What are you going to eat? Something else. What part would you eat first? If I had to eat you, your legs. Yeah, I go right for your thighs. That's way too high up. I wish you go for the calves first. Why? I don't know. Great thighs. Thanks, man. You're welcome. They look delicious. Blitzen's the last reindeer. Yeah, Blitzen's fucking hammered. We don't even know how. You ever have a friend who was like an athlete and he was fucking hammered all the time and you're like, yeah, we how? called him Moose. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's Blitzen. Blitzen is, there's no fucking clue what's going on. He's strong as shit. And they're like, dude, we're going to get you loaded. Just come on. What else is Blitzen? He's blitzed. Fuck. Yeah, he's fucked drunk. He's been drinking barrels of beer because he's a reindeer. They don't drink cans because it'd be stupid. They'd eat the can. So they drink the barrel. Um, so of the reindeer that we, but why did we come up with that? Because the song says we know them. Yeah, what was the yeah, other yeah, song you, that hey, said? Because, because it starts off, you know, Dasher and Dan. You're like, I don't fucking know these guys. Wasn't it also that we were talking about Queen? I'm just trying to connect the train of thought now. So Queen, that that conversation was the Queen one was. I want to do everything. I want, I want it all. I want want it now. now. I want to ride my bicycle. (laughs) Fat bottom girls will be riding today. I don't know what that means. It's another song. I I know. What does that mean? Fat bottom girls. Fat bottom girls. You didn't have the vinyl. A girl with a big butt. No, I mean a bunch of naked people. Right, but what does fat bottom girls mean? Dead big butt. <laughs> you just said it didn't mean that. I love our conversations. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I don't. I know. Which times was that? <laughs> mm. I want to... Um, I don't know what I want to do right now. Can I tell you something? You can. Do you ever have sex? In a nice way. <laughs> but did you ever have it in a rough, not so nice way? 
where like, do you have a safe word? I hate this one. No, you don't have a safe word. So anything fucking goes. Anything goes. I have a safe word. Oh yeah, what's your safe I word? Have, I have lube. Great. Um, I I do have a safe word. What's your safe word? My my safe word is meatloaf. Why? Because I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Motherfucker. <laughs> Tell me that today when Danny <laughs> fell at the golf cart. <laughs> so fuck you, that's why. So fucking stupid. Fuck you, that's why. Hey, uh, wait, wait. Did we already talk about the boat that blocked like the shipping canal? Was that last week's show? Yeah, what do you want to talk about some more? No, they got rid of it. Like, it's done. Yeah, and now somebody's going to get in, tra- in trouble. As they should. They fucked up international shipping for like a week. How about is the people are like, well, fuck it, we're gonna go around. How they're they're worse off. Oh wait, yeah, now they're like two weeks behind. Yeah, they could have been one week behind. Just chill, and you're like, oh, this ain't going nowhere. Just get fucking loaded, asshole. How about wait, wait? We didn't talk about this. Wait, wait, wait. What? What is it? How about the the smaller boats that weren't blocking the canal? We're like, well, if we can't be in the Suez Canal, we're just gonna draw dicks on the navigator. Did you see this shit? <laughs> the so <laughs> international international shipping. I guess they like track where the boats do and like what they're holding. It's like my are. ride my my when I ride. Yeah, my yeah when you're on with us, net, it, my yeah. ride and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what these guys were doing, they're like, well, we're on kind of like our own map, our ride thing. So they'd be sitting there and like they'd just go ahead and like do two circles, like kind of like a figure eight, and they'd like draw like a big oblong like circle, and they'd be like, Damn. hey guys, look what we just did on the shipping thing, and everyone would look and be a dick, and then like someone would draw a bigger one, and someone would draw one a different way. It was hysterical like six different boats were a part of this like just guys just talking shit to each other in different languages that like someone on the boat knew the different language and was like oh they're drawing a dick it's our turn next if you guys if anybody if if there's anybody available who knows who any of these captains you send them our way the lewis and clark show that's l-o-u-s and c-l-a-r-k show at yahoo.com i need to fucking talk to these people they need to be on our show asap if you have somebody who you think we'd like to talk to or you think you would like to talk to us Tell them to email us at losingclarkshow at yahoo.com. That's it. Hello, no, you guys. Nice, dude. I said It's a short segment. So let's just shorten it <laughs> and say, fuck it. Uh, my can is empty. My fat bottom girl. Um, <laughs> I got like two more things I want to talk about. Cool. What do you think of that, though, dude? Down for it. Yeah, man. Four. Four. Three putt slut. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. That's our fucking team name. Don't take it. Welcome back to the Lewis and Clark Show. Season five, episode three. Segment number three. Motherfuckers. Email us at Lewis and Clark Show at Yahoo.com. That's L-O-U-S and C-L-A-R-K show at Yahoo.com. All lowercase, no fucking spaces. Sometimes our show is way more fucking ridiculous and funny, and sometimes it's just this is what it is. Um, I I don't know, man. I think what I want to talk about next isn't really the funniest thing ever. It doesn't have to be but... funny. I got something I want to talk about, though. It was on the news this week. I want to talk about it. You want to talk about it right now? Yeah. Okay. So we like bands like Motley Crue and we like bands like Ghost and I we do. like bands. So they all have like a commonality theme. And I'd even say Iron Maiden to a point. Um, these like metal bands from the 80s, 90s, you know, they transcended mm-hmm. um, the the whole thing of like satanic culture. Like mm-hmm. 
It wasn't that they truly believed it or anything like that. They were always like, you know, the pentagrams and all that shit, mm. right? Um, Kiss was even a part of this culture. Like, you know, I want to rock you all night. Knights in Satan's service. It was one of the acronyms that people put on there, but that's. But not that wasn't what it meant. Right. No, it was literally just the word kiss because it was easy to print on T-shirts and they knew what they were fucking doing for money making because mm-hmm. they were smart business smart, people. Yeah. Um, so Lil Nas X of Old Town Road fame with Billy Ray Cyrus mm. put out a pair of shoes this week. Wait. Okay. Thank you. Go. So Lil Nas X puts out the Satan shoes with with Nike and but Nike produced them made them well then they said they didn't even though they did because Nike swooshes are all over them on every picture I've ever seen of them now these shoes were not cheap so sneaker drops and sneaker heads are a thing it's not a world I live in um but apparently a sneaker head is someone that will like find a custom shoe that like someone famous is putting out producing and will pay exorbitant amounts of money right it's um what did I just learn this word is nft it's a non-fungible trade or an nfg non-fungible good anyway it means that these things don't have a trade value like your dollar in your pocket that one green bag that you won from me from golfing for winning today on the last hole that has the value of a dollar and that is always a dollar it's 85 cents in england it's you know two dollars in canada whatever it costs it's always the same but this value is because it's what people are willing to pay for something and it kind of fluctuates you know more more like real estate something like that right um so or maybe that is a fun whatever it is anyway i might be getting my things wrong if someone can fact check me like you know sound slub's not here well he is here but he's not here anyway yeah what um, the fuck i think that my i think i'll be backwards but whatever um the whole point is is that these shoes were going for about a thousand dollars there were not many pairs made um they but were very who, expensive but but i think Nas i believe that didn't sit in his room and sew them no no he didn't and i believe that nike, i believe them. that nike or a subsidiary of nike like in korea decided to make them and put the nike thing on there but they had a bronze pentagram on them they were like basically blacked out with like a red pin line around the top of the cool. thing they did look cool and then people were like well they're satan shoes and they contain an ounce of human blood and it was like well one i want to know whose blood is it his because if it's his and he says he's clean freaking cool like kiss did that with a comic book with howard the duck back in the 70s and they all wow. added their ink their blood to the ink when they were printing the comic book this is a fact go fact check me on that one yeah. i do can i can attest that that is right. real they've all said it happened um so what's the fucking problem i saw some vampire oh people are just being freaking weird but it was like but Lil nas x is also one of the coolest guys in the game right now as far as music and production so wise he said selling they, out uh nike pretty much said when there was flat, flat like you know uh blowback on the whole thing they're like well we didn't approve this this is just something that happened it was like well the shoes dropped it happened there are the satan the satan sneaker which i think is a badass nickname for it anyway and uh regardless the coolest thing about it is that that, is a cool name but regardless is that lil nas x have you ever seen the guy he's a little dude you know uh dark complexion black guy Mm. and he is openly gay in the rap game and makes is he? millions of dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like where's like Western stuff. I mean, I guess uh, that yeah, 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 and yeah. like, so people, the memes that are coming out of this whole thing, they're like, Oh, you know, little non sex worship Satan. He's like, he's like, nah, I don't worship Satan. I fuck him. <laughs> Wait, but who made the sneakers? I, I guess Nike or like one of their, like, um, you know, if Nike in Vietnam that normally makes all the high end Nikes didn't do it, maybe Nike China did or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, but, so one but of Nike's little, things uh, did. But Lil Nas does not have the clout to go over Nike corporate's head. 
Or he did. They, and I mean, if he did, that's punk know. rock. That's punk well, rock. If that's the case, I'll buy a pair. I mean, they're a thousand dollars, so maybe not. But, I'm not gonna buy a pair. Um, but if they were, if they were a hundred dollars, I'd have bought a pair. I mean, I don't. If that, if that's the case, but if it's Nike and him and they and they got this little winky deal, it was Agatha all along. I heard that one thing. Fuck you. But like, don't don't Nike do a thing and then be like, no, 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 it wasn't us. Like how? Ugh. I am so curious as to how the rest of this story was going to play out. Um, I think that's still kind of like people are still talking about it, but no one's worried. I guess his new songs are like having to do with the devil and stuff. And like, but he's a rapper and he's just, I mean, in, in what is modern music, recorded music is worth nothing. It, right. It doesn't have a, Ultimately, value, a monetary unless value. you get a vinyl record or a CD, which I mean, very few people are buying CDs, mm-hmm. period. Um, vinyl records hold a bit more value now because that's kind of making a low indie vibe like, you know, comeback. Uh, really, your recorded music is worth dog shit. Like no right. one's willing to pay to have your song anymore. iTunes itself has gone to a streaming service and that was the king of buying recorded music for the better part of 10 to 15 years. Hmm. Um Spotify and Pandora come along and like, oh, well, we'll do streaming and you can just listen to whatever you want, whatever. And then iTunes also but they pay. That. They do. But I mean, OK, do you want I think it's I believe um, and this is what I read this morning. Every stream of let's say it's my song. And, I was and gonna, I've got I've I was got, going I've got my song. We actually came into my song on the second segment. We didn't talk about right. it. Busted Radio. Anxious right. Radio was my first song I recorded um, with my buddy for Bust Radio. Anyway, um, if every stream is worth decimal point zero, 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 three, five cents. Wow. I believe that's the right thing. There might be another zero in front of the three, five. Right. So it might be in the, it's not the thousandths. It's the either the ten thousandths or the hundred thousandths of cents mm. for per stream. Um, and it's three. So of a thousand. So, so basically, a thousand downloads or a thousand listens have to happen before you make a penny. Before I make one penny, right. that's right. Okay. Um. So when you hear like artists are like, "Oh man, they had like a million streams on Spotify." It's like that's fucking cool. A million streams is Ten only hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, maybe a hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. But I mean, yeah. How crazy that that's not enough now. I mean, like, think about the radio reach. Like, if you used to get a million listens to on the radio, like across the country, but a with, million but radio, the radio plays. But, but, what, but who video killed the radio that, star. Who was paying radio out? Uh, the ads. The ad companies do pay the radio. And then, like, you know, all of those. There used to be the trade-off of, you We'll know, put oh, you in X amount well, of time if, for if, if I'm Bad Boy Records, I'm P. Diddy, and I say, I want you to have my artist, you know, Lil Wayne on. And I'm not sure if they're a thing. So right, don't, right, right, right. Again, right. Just, but, yeah. you know, if I say, I want you to have him. So I say, like, hey, we're going to do Lil Wayne tickets for your radio station. So, like, people call in. Yeah. And you're going to play Lil Wayne uh, 50 times a week. That's the or game. 50 t- or like 40 huh. times in a 24-hour cycle. Like when you know, people always bitch about the radio and they're like, man, it's always like the same eight songs. Well, there's a reason why it's the same eight songs because there's bigger powers at play doing things. You're also Puppet not masters. paying for it. It's free. And that means somebody else is paying for it. But the ad space it. pays for it. And so do those radio station and the uh, these production companies, the record labels. Yeah. I mean, let's say that I'm your artist and you want to get me on the radio station. You want to get me on K rock. You tell K rock, well, we're going to give out four, you know, we're going to fly out four people to this radio. thing. You're willing to put up that thousand dollars to fly someone within a mile of my closest concert. Right. Mm -hmm. And by fly out, you mean you're going to send a limo because we're going to be close enough to their big studies. K rock's based out of LA. I'm going to play in LA. You're going to be like, Oh, we're going to fly you out to LA. Just kidding. You all live there. 
Oh, how weird. We'll just send a car. A car is a lot cheaper. And by car, we mean a town car. It's cheap. We're going to pick you up and take you to the concert, meet and greet. Doesn't cost me nothing. Doesn't cost you nothing. Mm -mm. So a lot of the things are tangible to the person listening and calling in. It You can put a price on it for the radio stations. Now they owe you those plays. And then I get paid off that because that's money that you're getting from those DJ and like the ad money, if that makes sense. I know it's like yeah. a lot of me jumping around, it, but it is like how I, the machine yeah, sort I of kind of picked up on it. There's like a whole bunch of cogs in the machine yeah. of how things work and music. All and those cocks, cogs with a GS, cocks. Um, whatever. And uh, so anyway, Lil Nas X now understands this and he's trying to make shock value items that people will buy. Now, these shoes, I believe they sold out. Right. But I mean, the underlying thing was if he put a Nike swoosh on it and Nike was mm -hmm. not into it, his ass would have been sued to the fucking moon. And that didn't happen. And because Nike did not sue him for falsifying using Nike swooshes, which any lawyer, I don't care if you didn't even graduate law school yet, you would have won that fucking case. That is the tell-all, be-all in this story. Nike was in on it. Nike was in on it. So don't fucking say that. you aren't. I hate that shit. Don't fucking say you aren't when you are in it. On yeah. It. When you're on it. Precisely. So anyway, but, uh, that was um, a cool piece of news, though. It was kind of neat to just see, oh, this guy that wasn't in the news for like two years, and he's like got the Satan shoe. And I was like, I was expecting it to be a band like Ghost. I was mm -hmm. not expecting it to be old town road cool. i'm gonna take my horse and i mean like cool the song's I, actually and now bad. i want to know other things he did i'm going to look into lil nas yeah and some other shoes that so something weird happened to me the other day at work yeah nope, on my way to work yeah um i've got some spotify playlists that i've made and i probably more than anybody else in the world besides you and your partner there mm -hmm. know your songs and I'm riding into work. And sometimes I hear a song and I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that one. What is that? And I look. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, okay. That's what that is. More interrupters or more, you know, whatever. And I'm riding into work the other day and I'm almost there and it's early. And I'm just like crank fucking music in my truck. On the yeah, way. yeah, me too. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, the fuck is this? This is not what I'm ready. This is not what I was expecting to hear. This is not something I recognize on the playlist that I'm playing all the time. And so I turned to look at it and I was like, no fucking way. It was your song. That's and, really cool. And I, and I love that I had that feeling for it because not just, hey, hey, Jonathan, I we just recorded this song. Here, listen to it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I like it. Like for me to be caught off guard by it yeah. was cool to me. Like that made me happier that I liked it Good. than just a regular, hey man, I'm going to send you this sample. And what do you think? And, you know, of course I'm going to like it because I've got, you know, an emotional connection to you interest. and yeah. a vested interest maybe is better than an emotional connection i mean but yeah Makes you're right like... but all of it's the same i mean the point but it is came that... out of the fucking blue and i was like what the fuck is this the intro the one i was like wait what nah. that's cool that was that was cool for me because i really like i'm saying i really like music and i really like when i hear that it comes from a place of you really like doing it 
Um, yeah, that was a fun one. That was one that was fun to write and work on. That was a, it was again, it was the second segment. I think we came into it. Anxious um, years. Anxious years. Yeah. Busted radio. Anxious years. So if you haven't heard cool. it or if you haven't listened to the whole thing, Spotify. I actually Apple, thought whatever. about it and I wish I knew what hole it was when we were playing golf. Um, because originally the anxious years to me seem like teenage years. And, but then I'm like, Oh, in your twenties, there's some other shit going on. And I'm like, maybe those are your anxious years. And, or, th- and then here I am a bit older than that. And I was like, yeah. some shit's going on. I was like, Oh, maybe this is it. I was like, damn, well done. Well done, bro. And I'm not here to just fucking try and jerk I, you I like off that, to I'm board, like that, though. Like, I like that uh, you understand the... the it's cool. Like, I didn't know... You didn't know because you didn't know. I mean, like, we didn't really analyze the song. We don't, and we've never we don't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we don't. But, but, like, I'm saying is when you, sent, when you send me stuff and it's like, hey, what do you think? And I don't want to say, yeah, I'm going to say I like it. Right. You know, I like the sound of the guitar and I like the sound of this and that. That's but like I saying, know what you like. But, and yeah, but you're the other, a but the other side of, of it is it took me off guard. Good. And I was like, what the fuck? That's cool. And I think that song um, in the future will be done again better. Like, I think that the first demo. It, it'll be a thicker it, right. song. I yeah, think, it's, is, it's, it's yeah. thin. And I mean, I re-listened to it because you sent it to me. I was like, I'm going to re-listen to it today. And I, uh, you're like, oh, I listened to it. And I said, oh, let me re-listen to it. I was like, and I love, I love the lyrics. I do love that I wrote that song. I love that it's out there and that people can listen to it. And maybe the tempo feel, is fun. Feel something about it, yeah. right? And I want, I want that. I want, I want an emotional response because otherwise, why, why record it? You know, and it's under my regular name or mm-hmm. my band's name, Busted Radio. Um, and I do, um, I want to share that stuff. And I think that a lot of I know there are a lot of other bands that record a song that's funny or like that's just a humor thing, but I feel like that's not how it doesn't come across that way. That that one is definitely not a funny song. Um, and most of the ones I've written, I mean, well, Frank the Spider's on there. That's a song literally about a spider that's in my apartment, but I do enjoy that song too. Um, but this one was a place of, you know, during COVID. No, that's the, when that one came out. Being quarantined yeah. and literally you know, pacing the walls because where else can you go? Like I was going for runs, but I was running the same, same track every day. I would go see the alligator it's down wild, the street. Right? And it was like, this is my, this is my life now. Like I was, and I would get drunk. I would literally drown in a case of beer every week. And we didn't really hang out. We for, couldn't. Well, for, because you were for a little while. We, we didn't know where we didn't know what was even really going on. So that's a, it's, it's, it's cool. That it was that without saying, right? It was that, and I mean, like to feel, um, to feel lonely without ever actually like saying, like, I'm fucking lonely, and like asking for help. Because I mean, but also that you're lonely and somebody else is there. I, I mean, it's oh, a weird, right? Yeah. So like that's a different, that's a different kind of lonely. Uh, and you know, I've talked, lonely. and I've talked about that as well. But like, lonely doesn't just mean that you are physically by yourself, physically by yourself. It's just, yeah, it's just fucking lonely. And, uh, but you know, it, the, to write a song about it and be able to share it and be able to have, um, a drummer like I had that's able to add flair to it. He's a, he's such a talented drummer. He's good. I mean, I think it really brings, 
that song by itself on acoustic is okay. Like I've played it before on one of those uh, Facebook live things I did back, I think a while ago, maybe it was the first time I played it. It does feel like a long time ago and I'd like to do another one, but I think everyone's passed it. So I'm not going to do it. Um, But just the, the way that he ignites that, like I just, uh, it was just really cool. So I like writing words and guitar parts. I'm not good at writing, excuse me, drum parts at all. Um, Good thing um, he is. Good thing he is. Right, exactly. Um, and fill it with a little bit of thumb diddy thumb thumb and they, just like how thick, drums work or something. it out or something. Man. And, uh, you know, dope. it's um, so good. So, and then I got some other stuff working on that I, I'm really excited about for this year. Um, so, we're going to keep doing that. And uh, we're going to have our outro song coming up. We tried, we actually changed up how we do the whole show this week. Now, um, you know what? Um, I don't mean to uh, cut you off, but I don't, I don't know that we're going to do an outro song. I want to try this week uh, with just saying goodbye and, and wishing people well, and just to see how it sounds. We've got, like I said, you know, like you said, we got the computer and we've got how the songs are coming in. Right. But, um, We've got. Th- Wait, is there one's queued up? I don't think there's, there's not anything queued up. Yeah, there's not something queued up for the end. So I think we just let's try it this week and see how we like it. If you uh, if you're listening, you get to this point. Let me know if you're cool with no outro music. It's Lewis and Clark Show at Yahoo.com. That's L A U S and C L A R K Show at Yahoo.com. All our case, no spaces, and uh, and let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. Hey um happy easter yeah i was gonna say it's a good friday happy easter if uh man if you're struggling or maybe not struggling with a family member or somebody you love uh and that and you're not really talking just fucking call him call him this weekend say what's up uh just you know, people, people, people need human pe- communication. Uh, yeah, and um, sometimes people aren't really good at asking at, for it. Uh, yeah, or or initiating it. Mm. So, so do it, man. Do it. Call him up. Um, my buddy, my buddy Ray's got a fucking. He's going through some shit right now, and he has some fucking whatever's going on. So, um, homie, uh, if you're listening, man, I love you, and. Uh, you're fucking, you're rocking and rolling, and you're cool and good to go. So use that as a guide, you guys. If you're listening and you hear something, it's cool, man. If you, It's cool if you're a dude to tell another dude you love him. Uh, it's cool to let people know that you care. It's important. It's really important. So... We're gonna try. We're gonna try going out. No, uh, no outro. Just to see what it sounds like for this week. And um, you guys, let us know. And I want to say to you, Clark Townsend, thank you, thank you for this week, thank you for this show. Yeah, man. Um, thank you guys you. listening. It's been a fun time. Uh, far out, man. Love you guys. It's cool. Cheers. It's cool. <laughs>